God, glorify yourself now and edify this flock, horrify the devil, and encourage these young people to keep on keeping on in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, come on, come on. Now. Praise his name. We greet you all in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to thank God for our bus ministry and all of our visitors. Thank God for you guys. You mean, you mean the world to us. Amen. I don't believe a church should be shut up for two hours and just certain people go there and then they lock the doors and go home. I don't think that, 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 that is totally opposite of what Jesus meant by the word church. Ecclesia means called out ones. And we have a mission, amen, to all people. And we know about the Great Commission to reach, teach, and disciple. I want to thank Reverend Poole, Reverend Johnson for the diligence they do, and, they, and uh, as, as well as all the teachers in this area of discipleship. Amen. Without discipleship, we don't grow. Amen. And then I want to thank our youth. Boy, let's, let's get a lot of hand clap. Thank our youth. Praise God. And... Um, we are actively involved in mentoring. If you think about that picture of the boys in the hood, the only boy that made it was one that had a father. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? We, we want to father, be surrogate fathers to boys and girls, surrogate mothers to those that uh, either they don't have one or they're not engaged church wants to move in, amen, and to help facilitate their growth and to help them in life, praise God. Now, this morning, my sermon is Venom Cannot Stop Victory. Venom cannot stop victory, a trick, a trap, and a trepidation for the saved will always lead to triumph. Praise God. We're going to be dealing with this subject this week and next week from different perspectives, and we are a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church, that the Word of God is straight from the mouth of God. Amen? It's God-breathed. Turning your Bibles to Ezekiel 28, I want to begin there, and then we'll move to my text. Ezekiel one of the prophets of God who was in captivity when Babylon came through and he was down by the river Chebar in captivity and he began to have visions of glory. Praise God. In Ezekiel 28, and we're going to look at the origin, listen to pastors, the origin of Satan. Don't try to figure out the operation of Satan until you can pinpoint the origin of Satan. And then we're going to leave on the outcome. Praise his name. In Ezekiel 28, young people, I want you to follow me. In verse um, 
14 and 15, it says, Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God, that's heaven. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire, that's the holy place. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. So Lucifer was created. He's not a creator. He's a created being. Till iniquity was found in thee. Yeah. In the animal and insect world, what we call nature, one gets when one gets tricked, one becomes trapped. Let me let me stop. Let me turn around to my young people. When you guys get tricked, you're going to get trapped. Mm. And when there's deceit, there will be damage and defeat. The old proverbial rabbit caught in the old well-known trap where a carrot was connected to a string and the string was connected to a tilted box that was held up by a branch or a piece of wood. And the carrot sat back in the box so that the rabbit was a lord to the carrot and could not see the trap that had been designed. So as, as, as the rabbit gets the carrot, the box falls down over the rabbit and the rabbit is suddenly trapped. It was the bait that gave power to the box. Let me say that again. It was the bait that gave power to the box. Temptations are tricks and traps which stimulate our desires and catch us by deceit. Temptations are a hidden falsehood, a hopeful fantasy, and at the end it's a hurtful fracture. Like Pavlov's experience, Pavlov experienced, he, he had an experiment where he developed a stimuli for mice. The stimuli was he would condition the mice to listen for the ringing of a bell. And once they heard the bell, they were conditioned that they would now receive food. And he could predict every movement to get to that food. Are y'all getting this? Satan conditions us. He conditions us with this ungodly culture. He conditions us through these TVs and movies and magazines the latest trend. We, we are being conditioned 
to, amen, a stimuli that will require a response. And, 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 and it's here, it's here that in, in this series we've dealt with transformation, God, how God changes the believer from the inside out using different dynamics, different diets, different dedications. It is a daily commitment to prayer and seeking God's face. And, and, and then we move from transformation to trust. We trust in a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, who gives us promises and sends us peace through his power. And last week we dealt with truth, 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 truth. What is truth? Truth is the embodiment of a person, the Godhead, amen, and it is an examiner, amen, of principles. That every time we say, do something, those principles are being judged by truth. And then the eventuality of truth is what we emerge from that particular experience. But today our operative word is temptation. And the Greek verb is parazio, to try to test. There is a... Uh, Associated word to Barazio is paramus, a solicitation towards evil, and a divinely permitted test. And, and, and so before we get to the operation of temptations, I want to deal with the origin first. We all know the operation in Genesis 3 where a seducer, a slickster, a slimy one, a secret, hidden agenda came after a married couple with a strategy that was, amen, full of wisdom, full of insight. And it's interesting because when we talk about God's commutative and com commutative and incommunicable attributes, we love because God is love. We can show mercy because God is merciful. We can be just because God is just. Yeah. And there are certain attributes of God that we cannot have nor display. God is omnipresent everywhere at the same time. God's omniscient. He knows everything before it happens. And he's omnipotent. He has all power in his hands with no boundaries. The only boundaries that God had is what, has is what he himself creates. So he dictated that his son would die on a cross, and he, didn't have, he had the boundaries not to recall Jesus from the cross because it was a self-induced, listen to the pastor, boundary. He has all power in his hands. But when it comes to Satan, we take on characteristics of Satan as well that when we look at this matter of the devil, yeah, that the devil has <laughs> a framework of opinionated people who are fractured on the inside and looking for something, amen, to, to be used to exalt themselves. 
We need attention. We need applause. We need appreciation because we're fractured. We need to feel important. We need people to compliment and exalt us. We're not satisfied with who we are. So Satan understands that. And he volunteers to give us what we're looking for. And in the meantime, we will, listen, we will deceive each other. We will be dedicated to bringing each other down because like Judas did to Jesus, he ate at the same table. And the psalmist said, my familiar friend who ate with me. Yeah. That satanic solicitation is the fact that Satan's got to get close to you before he can damage you. Are y'all praying with me? So, so it's, it's, it's the person you least expect. It's the one that knows a lot about you. It's the one that, 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 that's always around you. It's one that hugs and kisses and tells you they love you. Those are the prime suspects. Not, not, not the ones you see every six months or every three months. Uh, no, Satan can't use that. Satan needs somebody close to you. But when they came to get Jesus in the garden, he looked at Judas and said, are you going to betray me with a kiss? Interesting. I have looked at this text numerous times, and I need to say this before I preach. I have been vulnerable to certain temptations all my life. Things that, solicitations to do evil, things that may have boosted something that was low. Something that applauded something that never got applauded. Made me feel a certain way. Yeah. Uh -huh. Think about how we put on demonic clothes. Some of us buy clothes with the thought in mind how others are going to see us. Even, even, even before we pay for the clothes, we well, this is going to make me look good. I... Yeah. Or, 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 or perhaps we, if it's not clothes, it could be Amen. Your opinions about everything. You know everything. It's not a conversation you don't get involved in. That you're not a specialist about. There's nothing you don't know. In fact, nobody has ever heard you say, I just don't know. <laughs> we, 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 we just a walking encyclopedia. We can just pull it up at will. I've seen it all, I've done it all, just ask me. <laughs> and really, in reality, people who have secret agendas are hurting 
of mendicity. They heard it. It's what we hide that symbolizes how hideous we are. It's not what we see, it's what we hide. We hide motives. We hide mindsets. And the devil looks at us and says, that's a prime suspect for employment. So we can't even compliment each other. We cannot come alongside and take the lower road to anybody. We can't serve each other. We can't love each other because self-centeredness becomes the rule of the day. But what about me? And so, child of God, when we look at all of these characteristics, it's just interesting that, amen, and we, and we need to look at this individually as well as corporately and see what is in this origin of this spirit, my God. Mm. That when I look at Ezekiel 28, Lucifer, the top angel in all of heaven, Mm. is known as the anointed cherub who stands, look at his position, in front of God and takes in all the praise of the innumerable host of angels. And as the beckoned light of heaven he reflects the praise to God on behalf of the angelic host. Job 38, 7, don't turn, tells us that the sons of God, angels, shouted at creation about the wisdom of God, meaning that angels were here before God said, let there be. He had already established an innumerable host. Innumerable denotes you can't number them. It's too many. And Satan took, when he fell, one-third witty. One-third of 21 is seven. I think. One-third of innumerable hosts could be billions. And, 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 and child of God, when you understand that, uh, amen, God is so deep, this is why we praise him, that Jesus says in the New Testament to Satan, I saw you falling like lightning out of heaven. Lord have mercy. There was no celestial gang war in the sky. When, 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 when Lucifer... Uh, when iniquity was found in him and the one-third of angels were following him, they were booted out of heaven quicker than you could blink. My God, we got this dualism that evil and good are fighting. Even, good, evil and good was never fighting. God, God was never fighting 
Satan. Bad theology. Hmm. Why not? Because Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Satan is a prince. Jesus is king. And wherever there's a prince, there's a king somewhere. Satan's got some power, but Jesus has got all power. I wish I had a witness. And what God will do, young people, is sometimes in the course of life, God will pull back and tell Satan, take your best shot. He's talking about his own people, and Satan will shoot something at you. Satan will come at you. Satan will pull something down around you, and God will just wait to show you that venom cannot stop your victory. Weeping may endure for a night. I'm preaching already, but joy will come in the morning. Old folks say, you got to wait to see what the end will be. Can I get a witness? That, uh, uh, amen, God, Jesus is going to have the last say-so. So if you come to church, if you came to church this morning hurting, and you're praying, and you're weary, you're worn, just hold on a while. Somebody said help's on the way. Can I get a witness? He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? He's too wise to make a mistake. He never fails. Can I, he's a doctor in a sick room, and he's a lawyer in a courtroom. He's a bridge over troubled waters. He's a way maker. He's a storm breaker. Do I have a witness? And all you got to do is say, Jesus. And the battle is over. Why? Because every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And when you read your New Testament, you'll find out what the demons had to say. They said, we know who you are. Only, see, only church folk going to know who he is. Demon said, we know who you are. you are. You are the Holy One of God. And Jesus said in the Greek, shut up. Muzzle your mouth. I, I, didn't, I didn't come to broadcast who I am. Lest Israel repent and get saved. Then the church is in trouble. But I've come to blind them. Lord, have mercy. I've come to blind the nation that I may open up salvation for the elect in the church. Oh man, this thing is getting deep. He came unto his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him to them gave he the right to become the sons of God. Check out his origin. Here's why God is so deep. Here's, here's why God is scary. God wanted Ezekiel to write under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God breathed without mistake to write a prophecy about Satan. So what God did, prophecy, since a prophecy has a present tense, a future tense, God said, I need a man to line up with Satan 
so I can talk about this man in the present when I'm really pointing in the future to somebody else. He did it with John the Baptist. Can I get a witness? He said, I'm going to take John the Baptist like he was Elijah, who wore a leather belt and ate locusts and wild honey and stayed out there screaming in the wilderness, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand, and I'm going to call him my carpet. So when John is preaching and everybody's running to John, John is talking about me, and they don't know he's talking about me. And then when I go down to the Jordan River to get baptized with a baptized meant for sinners, and John says, I don't need to baptize you, cousin Jesus. I should be baptized by you because I'm not worthy to tie your shoe. And Jesus looks at John and says, let it be so that scripture might be fulfilled. Well, wait a minute. We got a theological problem. If Jesus never sinned, why is he getting baptized for the remission of sins? Because he's going to become sin. He's going to carry sin. He's going to die for sin. I wish I had a witness up there. Do I have a witness? So, so here, here, the prince and king of Tyre was a man who was consumed with himself, full of pride, thought he was God, and his name was in, 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 Interbal, Interbal the third. And God says, I'm talking about him in the present, but I'm talking about a supernatural being in the future. I'm going to be pointing to Satan. Come on now. In verse 12, son of man, Take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, that's the human, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sun, now I'm talking about the superhuman, you're full of wisdom, and you're perfect in beauty. I'm making a transition from an earthly king to the four strongest power in the universe. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Satan. Thou hast been in Eden, verse 13. Now let me stop. Only three people was in Eden. Adam, Eve, and Satan. He ain't talking about no King Tyrus. He said, thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God, and look at a covering on this boy. Every precious stone was his covering. Sardis, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, emerald, carbuncle, gold. And he had the workmanship. He had pipes prepared in him, meaning all music come from Satan. That's right. Lucifer had all the music. That's right. Can I get a witness? Yeah, he had all the music, all the incantations. And, and, and the Bible says he was, verse 15, perfect. In his ways from the day he was created till iniquity, pride, was found in him. Isaiah, in your reading, said, I will, the five I wills of Satan. By the multitude of thy merchandise have they filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, out of heaven. And I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones. Verse 17, because your heart was lifted up. 
because of your beauty. No, 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 stop. Everybody, everybody cannot be humble with beauty. My God. Everybody cannot be humbled with beauty. Beauty can contaminate you. Isn't that right? I'm getting quiet. Well, maybe I ain't talking about you. Beauty, beauty, beauty can contaminate you. You start thinking you all of that. Do I have a witness? And you know, some of your most messed up people are beautiful. Physically. No, they are. Because they've been worshipped. Do I have a witness? Hang in there with Pastor. I'm coming in a minute. Look, look what he says. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I'm going to cast you to the ground. Lord, have mercy. And so, this origin of this light bearer called Lucifer, who became Satan, when he fell. Amen. He fell, and he fell and became God's greatest foe, greatest adversary. And the Bible says that somewhere, where, when did he fall? Let's look, look, look at the interrogatives. We, we now know how he fell. He fell because of pride, right? Yeah. We now know, amen, what he fell from. He fell from heaven, the third heaven. But we need to know where he fell too. Turn back to Genesis chapter 1. Come on, we're going to school now. We're going to school. We're going to school. Open your Bibles. Come on now. Genesis chapter 1. And I, I, was, I was telling the congregation this morning that <clears throat> I, I have a position and you don't have to agree with it, but you got to bring Satan down out of heaven before chapter 3. <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God. Now stop. The Hebrew word for God in this context is Elohim, which is the plurality of the Godhead. For people that don't believe in the Trinity, yeah. It's the plurality of God, more than one person. It's that same God said in 126, let us make man in our image. Do I have a witness? Hey, look, look, look at this. In the beginning, God, Barah, created, called into existence something out of nothing, heaven and earth. And, 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 and those of us that were, that were taught gap and restoration, whatever you want to call it, we believe this is where Satan fell between verse 1 and 2. And the earth! was without form. Now, the formlessness of the earth automatically teaches that God was not in this. Formless. Tohu bohu. Void, empty, wreck and ruin. And the earth was without form and void. Void means empty. And darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved Upon the face of the waters. Now, every time God looks at something that's in darkness and wants to save it, he moves. He moves on you and he moves on me. Doesn't he move? He moves. And, 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 and child of God, child of God, child of God, I got to move on, but 
this whole matter of God letting Satan fall to the earth. Now, if you want to put him when Adam and Eve got married in chapter 2 and he was at the wedding, fine. If you want to say he fell when God made the luminaries the fourth day, moon and the stars and the sun, fine. But you got to get him down. Before what? Before chapter 3. Check it out. So here we go. We're back in Genesis 3 now. Here's the operation of the devil. He uses deception, desires, displacement, Amen. And a depraved mind. He, he's moving in with a stimuli for a certain response. Are y'all with me? He's hideous. He's hazardous. He's hurtful. He's high-minded. And, 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 and so, child of God, child of God, when we get to chapter 3, and, and, and this is well known to all of us, young people, you are going to have temptations come into your life. And these temptations are going to excite your flesh. These temptations are going to challenge your thinking. These temptations is going to be bait to get you to go under a box. Do I have a witness? This thing is tight. And, 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 so, and so, child of God, I just want to say a couple things about temptations because uh, uh, your venom cannot stop your victory. You know, you know why I shout every day? Because what shall separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus? And Paul puts a big list, not tribulations, not, and, and he, he gets to the end and says, nothing. Not, not even your sin. Nothing can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Can I get a witness? I'm so glad that my venom didn't stop my victory. Do I have a witness? I'm so glad my weakness and my wounds and my weariness didn't stop God from blessing me. I don't know about you, but I get excited that I serve a God who's a God of mercy and a God of goodness and a God of patience and a God of the second chance. I'm so glad. That weeping only endures for a night. But joy, I said joy, joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? If I wait on him long enough, can I get a witness? That's why we praise him because he's worthy. Isn't he worthy? He's worthy to be praised. Check this out. Check this out. Check it out. Temptations, approaches are aimed at our deepest desires. My key word here is fulfillment. Here's what Satan is saying. I'm going to help you fulfill your life. I'm going to bring fulfillment into your life. You're not getting any fulfillment out of your marriage. You're not getting any fulfillment out of your money. You're not getting any fulfillment out of anything. I'm going to bring fulfillment into your life. 
Is hidden is hideous. James says every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Didn't James say that? Well, the Greek word for entice is an adjective that means to persuade you. That whatever bait he's put in front of you, he's going to persuade you with the bait. This is what I need to be fulfilled. We were, we were dealing with singles last week and children, and one of, the, one of the first things I said was, I dealt with seven myths of the single life. Se seven myths of the single life. And the first myth was, if I find the right person, I'll be fulfilled. Ain't no such animal. First of all, no man or woman can fulfill you. And the reason, I don't care what t TV's saying, the reason they can't fulfill you, because there is a vacuum, there's a hole in man that only Jesus can fill. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and if Jesus is not filling that hole, amen, you are not whole. You got a hole, and you're not whole. You got a H-O-L-E, because you're not W-H-O-L-E. Do I have a witness? And we keep trying to fill the void. I, I, I was sharing with him about 20 years ago, just to show you how diversionary Satan is. About 20, 25 years ago, I, I was pastoring. I went to Philly. I was in the gallery. And I walk up down uh, 8th, 9th Market, nice day, and I saw this crowd. This big crowd around the gallery, and I saw a cop cars fly. I said, what's going on? And these two girls were in straw bridges like this. I mean, they was rumbling. And the crowd was, oh, look at these. I mean, two girls, they rumbling. And the crowd, wow, nobody broke up. Wow, cops flying. They going there. They hitting each other in the face. Ah, people screaming. And I sat there and watched it. And out of the side of my eye, I saw about four people with two coat racks. And I said, you got to be kidding me. Everybody was focused on the fight. Y'all see where I'm going with this. But nobody was looking at the coat racks. So you know, two of the girls that were fighting, they said, two of them coats are mine. I said, you got to be kidding me. This was a plot, and Satan's got a plot. Satan's plot is to divert your attention. To keep you looking at one thing while he steals your virginity. While he steals your mind and your heart. In, in, South, Af in South Africa, in South Africa, there was this little town and there was this hospital in this little town and every Friday somebody in ICU in the same bed, bed four, would die. There was something mystical about this. Every time they looked at bed four on a Friday, the person in that bed died. They did an investigation. 
They looked at the air conditioning units. They looked at the food. They looked at the medicine. They said, this is strange. Only a bed for. They found out that every Friday, the cleaning lady would unplug the life support unit and plug her vacuum cleaner in so she could do the floors. I'm glad y'all got that one. Because in your life, Satan's unplugging something. So he can take your life away. He's unplugging your mind. He's unplugging the word of God. He's unplugging the will of God. He's unplugging the way of God. Come on now. He's unplugging something. And you laying up in bed, don't even know what he unplugging. And let me admit, let me confess, Satan has unplugged things in my life and left me in critical condition. Do I have a witness? My God. Mm. Deep. What is it that the devil can help me with to help fulfill my life? Mm. My God. So he comes to the mother of all living, Eve. Now look at chapter 3, verse 1. We, now, I'm so glad it starts off with now. Now, if you look at chapter 2, there is a reunion and a rejoicing. God put Adam to sleep, took a rib, verse 22, made a woman, and brought her unto the man. Now, uh, those of you that are married, your wife should be by your side, not under your feet. And if you got a problem with domestic abuse, you need to separate and get some help. Can I get a witness? Because most men that hit women are chumps anyway. It's amazing. See, when we get saved, we, we are wearing these clothes of religion, religiosity, so we don't want anybody to know what's hidden on the inside. We even change our language. Shoot. You ain't never said shoot before. Darn. You ain't never said darn before. I'm only talking to some of y'all because some of y'all still cuss like a sailor. I ain't fooling with you. Fact of, the, fact of the matter is. Now, God said and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh and she shall be called woman. Stop! 
If a man does not love his wife, he does not love himself. And if you don't love yourself, that's why you're around here parading trying to get more attention and more applause and appreciation because you're not securing who you are. You're number a midget, a spiritual midget. You're a psychological, uh, 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 yeah, you're a psychological, I almost said something I shouldn't say. You're, you're a psychological misfit. Anyway, <laughs> therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave, be glued to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Coming to that in a minute. Wholesome relationship there. But then it says, now, here comes the serpent. He was more subtle, slick, slippery. Um, apparently, at that time, snakes were upright, beautiful could talk, articulate. And, 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 more, let, let, let's see, the Bible says he was more subtle than any beast that the Lord God had made. Don't miss that. Satan wants to use something or somebody that fits his DNA. More subtle. And he said unto the woman, yay. Satan always comes with a question. Why are you still in this marriage? You ain't happy. Why do you still go to that church? Pastor's crazy. All right. He always comes with a question, and look what the question is against the Word of God. Have God said that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now, now this one's deep. I'm, I'm, I mean, he, he's, boy, don't we look for fulfillment? Don't we look for fulfillment? We are. The problem with fulfillment is you'll never find it outside of Jesus. And anything you put before Jesus, he's going to preempt. Especially if you say, can I get a witness? Y'all getting quiet on me now. Look at this, look at this, look at this. And the woman, verse 2, said unto her, here's her downfall. You do not dialogue with the devil. He's too smart. He's full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You can't, don't even get in a conversation with him. Some of y'all looking at me say, I dialogue with him every day. I ain't talking about your husband. I'm talking about a spirit. You, you, you cannot dialogue with him because look what Eve does in verse 2. We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree, of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. God didn't say that. First occasion for legalism. Legalism is when you add or take away from the word. Here's somebody come up the aisle to get saved, and you got a nerve to get them in the back room talking about throw them cigarettes away. You can't go to heaven with cigarettes. Are you kidding me? If 
if all of us, don't get me started up in here. If the truth were told, if it depended on us, ain't none of us going to heaven. Do I have a witness? If God should mock iniquities, who could stand? There's none righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none that seeks after God. See, that's why we did that tulip. I, I'm not telling you I'm a five-point Calvinist. Amen. I'm not telling you I believe totally in the five points. What? We need to search that stuff out. The Bible talks about T, total depravity. Man is totally depraved. Ain't nothing good in you. Only you think that. I'm a good person. You're a liar. Under the right heat, you won't fall. Hmm. Well, I don't know if I believe that uh, Jesus, Jesus didn't die. If Jesus died for everybody, nobody's going to hell. What you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Praise his name. If anything in my salvation package is predicated on me, I'm already in hell. Jesus did it all. All to him I owe. Sin have left a crimson stain, but he washed me white as snow. Look at that on the other end. She dialogued with the devil. Look at verse 4. And the serpent said unto her, He shall not surely die. Now, you, don't, now you, you know, you're going through, you're reading your word, and the promises of God are powerful, and you are letting Satan, listen, you're letting Satan preempt them because you're mix, mixing up your feelings with your faith. Do I have a witness? God never told you to get your feelings in order. He told you to get your faith in order. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is calling things that be not, as though it already was. God, my child is out there in the street. They're getting high. Lord, they're in jail. Lord, my marriage is on the rise. But you know what? I choose to take you at your word. I, I choose to believe God in the name of Jesus I'm going to now, I've already asked what I want you to do. And from here on out, I'm thanking you. See, that's faith. Faith says, you know what? I don't need to keep asking every day. I ask one time, then I'm on a thank journey. Lord, thank you for their salvation. Lord, thank you for their healing. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He masquerades himself. You, you're not going to die. For God does know, verse 5, <laughs> that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be, what? Now, you don't want your eyes open when God don't want them open. Oh, Lord. I'm, some of us are information driven. Everything is, well, tell me more. You, you know, you don't need to know more. Just sit your butt down and walk by faith. You don't need to know everything. 
in this information age. You don't, you don't need to pull up in your computer to answer everything. You need to trust Jesus. Can I get a witness? You, you, you need to be still and know that he is God. God is not going to let you in on his secret will. God is not going to tell you your day of deliverance. God is not going to tell you what methods he's using to mature you in Christ. He is not sharing that with you. We walk by faith and not by sight. That every day is a faith walk. Can I get a, I don't care how low I was last night. Every day is a faith walk. Well, hey, can I get a witness? Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not lack. Can I get a witness? Uh, every day you got to believe God all over again. Don't you have to believe all over again? Lord, you said it. I believe it. That ends it. I'm not going to let the devil put doubt in my mind. I'm not going to let the devil make me doubt your veracity. I'm not going to let the devil make me doubt your sincerity. I'm not going to let the devil attack your word. Your word is forever settled in heaven. I, 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 I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. Temptations, yeah, the approach is aimed at our sense of fulfillment. My God. Mm. Secondly, temptations appeals are aimed at our fantasies. Now, we all have fantasies. And what Satan is banking on is that he can persuade you that he not only can fulfill you, he can bring about your fantasy. This one's tight. See, forbidden fruit excites us. Yes, it does. What I'm not supposed to have, I want. Oh, this one getting tight. John the Baptist got his head cut off because he told Philip, you cannot have your brother's wife. I mean, he told Herod, you cannot have your brother Philip's wife. It was exciting. When you was growing up, your mother said, don't go in that closet. Don't you ever go in that closet. That was it. You had to get in that closet. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You had to get in that closet, Doc. Uh, there's something in there. something in there she don't want me to say. I got to say it. My God, if you eat, your eyes will be open. You'll know good and evil. Mm, there's an appeal. There's an appeal. There's a physical, psychological, promotional appeal when we disobey God. Mm. There's the unknown factor in it. Yes, it is. There's the unknown factor. Look, look. See, God says, and this one's deep. God tells you it is not good for a man to touch a woman. The word touch is a, a euphemism, if you will, for fornication, right? So the culture says you ought to try to shoot on before you buy it. Oh, don't get quiet up in here now. You go in a shoe store and say, I like that. Can I see that shoe? The man, poor man gets the shoes, puts it on your feet. And you walking around in them, 
You say, well, I changed my mind. I don't want, now you done stretched it. You done, you done, you done, you done, you done messed this you all up. Y'all praying with me? And some of you sisters from Philly, I, I'm from Philly. I know the deal. Y'all go in them clothes stores and buy clothes, leave the tags and go to a party. And then take the clothes off, put it back in the box, and take it back again. What kind of mess is that? You'd be up there dancing, somebody say, isn't that, excuse me, isn't that a tag? <laughs> After service, I'm going to look for tags, okay? Would y'all like to confess? How many did that? Just raise your hand. Just one girl raised her hand. Two, three. And if I got I four, I can take up an offering. <laughs> you know, this stuff is real. Check it out. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. And the Bible says, verse 6, and when the woman saw lust of the eyes, that the tree was good for food, that it pleasant to the eyes. A tree, a tree to be desired, to make one wise, she took of it thereof and did eat. Now, now stop pausing part, because the man, Adam, was not deceived. He sinned with wide eyes open. The woman was deceived. She was tricked. And, and, child, and, child, and child of God, when I look at this, this, this matter of temptations, I'm looking at the, the not only the, uh, uh, amen, the, uh, the approaches, the appeals, but the appraisals, amen, to our fractures. That is, if I disobey God, it's going to fix something in me that's fractured. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. See, that, that, that was Jesus' challenge at the, with, with the woman at the well. Jesus, John chapter 4, remember he came to the well, was hot, he was thirsty. The woman was at the well by herself. A woman being, in, in the first century, a woman being by herself at 12 o'clock noon getting water meant she was a loose woman. Because women went together to get water with veils on their heads, meaning I'm taken. Check this out. So Jesus gets in the conversation, says, give me something to drink. And woman said, you don't have anything to, to get the water. And they get in this long conversation. And then all out of nowhere, Jesus says, call your husband. Won't Jesus inject something that has nothing to do with your conversation or your prayer life to get your attention? Go call your husband. And the woman said, I have no husband. Jesus said, oh, no, you've had five husbands. And the one you're working on right now is not your husband. You're on number six. Well, what was Jesus saying? You were looking for sexual fulfillment in a man, and you're on your sixth one, and you still have not found it. Lord, y'all ain't getting this. I could give you living water. I can give you a well that once you start drinking it, it will keep on bubbling up 
Do I have a witness? You don't need a man for sexual fulfillment. You need a God to give you spiritual fulfillment. Do I have a witness up in the house? Mm, I'm coming in. And the eyes, verse 7, the eyes of them were open, and they knew they were naked. And here they go reaching out to another tree, fig tree. Lord, have mercy. You know why they knew they were naked? Because guilt set in. Let me talk about guilt, whether it's real or imagined. You can get saved today and live with guilt another 20 years. Guilt is a psychological thing where Satanists keep telling you you're not forgiven, you are a mess. You did that. And you keep downing yourself because you cannot allow the promises and word of God to erase the pollution you was in. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't making me feel bad. I was, a, I was messed up in my saved life. I was a hormone. I was out there in the streets. But you know what? I'm free. Because if you continue in my word, then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Can I get a witness? And, and so child of God, child of God, uh, their conscience was covered with guilt. That's why you take shots at people. That's why you gossip and run people down. Because you're guilty. You're living in guilt. That's why you got issues with your husband, your wife. That's why you got issues with your kids, because you're still living in guilt. The stain of guilt is erased by the cross, but the psychological, every day, you're still guilty. Can I get a witness? Yeah. The, the conscience, the covering, verse 8. Amen. And, 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 and the Bible says, here's what they did. They went on a fig tree and took leaves down and covered themselves. Here's what we do. We hide, then we find a covering. And we cover ourselves. Self-protective device, strongholds in the New Testament. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Strongholds, 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 strongholds. And look at the consequence, verse 9 to 11. I'm coming in. And, and the Lord God called unto him and said to him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard you walking in the garden in the, in the, in the evening time, and I was afraid and I was naked. And God said, Who told you you were naked? Don't you know we will tell on ourselves? Who told you he was naked? Have you ate of the tree? Verse 11, where have I commanded you you should not eat? And the man said, here we go. They go to confusion. This chippy you gave me. <laughs> Notice he ain't, he ain't say Eve. You know, when we get angry, we start calling folk names, don't we? This thing you call, I call a wife. Lord, have mercy. He blames Eve. Hmm. Hmm. Who are you blaming for your lack of fulfillment, fantasies, and fractures? Who are you blaming? Because we all blame somebody. Hey, you know, I didn't have a good dad. Your dad been dead 50 years. What's wrong with you? When, when are you coming out of that one? Well, my mother was hard. Mother? Yeah. 
You, you buried her 25 years ago. What are you talking about? What victims do? You don't need to be a victim. If something's wrong, it's yours. It's yours. And, and guess what? It's yours to give to him. Lord have mercy. So he can take it. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Like Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. That way make you do nothing. You put yourself in a position to fall. So young people, don't get on nobody's couch. Don't cut out no lights. Don't, don't, don't cut out no lights. Don't cut out no lights. Don't hug nobody. And don't start smooching. And then after it's too late, you're talking about, Lord, help me. It's too late. Isn't that right? Don't, don't you know, once you go so far with temptation, it's just over here. Look, it's done. Isn't that right? Y'all look at me funny. How many of y'all went too far and the thing was a done deal? It's done. It's done. Don't be like President Clinton talking about he didn't inhale. It's done. It's done. It's done. Somebody got to preach like this now. I told you years ago, I took my wife to Puerto Rico on vacation, just me and her. Left the kids home. Had a package. We had a great, in fact, Michael Jordan had a house up there. We had a great package. And in my package it says, you know, here's your cottage. And it was great. The beds will be made every day. The place will be clean. Da, da, da. You, got, you got a butler and a, a maid. They'll do it. I said, this is great. And we were sitting there, nice, beautiful weather in Puerto Rico. And part of my package was getting a massage. So my wife said, well, I'm going to look at the jewelry. You, you know, you're going to get your massage. I said, great. So when she left, I start sprucing up. <laughs> and something said, ding dong. And I opened the door. And I'm expecting to see this beautiful Puerto Rican lady. Well, it was a, it was a four foot two Chinese lady with a bed, with a bed on her back. And she said, are you Raymond Gordon? And she came in. And she, and, she, and she put the bed down and said, get on it. And I said, you know what? And, and the moral to that story is that God knows how to deliver the just out of temptation. I ain't had a massage since. <laughs> and I don't want one. I'm scared they might pull something off and be something else. I'm, I, I don't know. So Sister Gordon came back and said, how's the massage? I said, don't go there. My muscles hurt. But anyway, um, look, check, check this out. Check this out. She blames, he, he blames the woman. The woman blames the serpent. And the serpent ain't got nothing to say. Verses 14 and 20 is the curse. And the curse... The curse is, God says, like our parents, I miss them days. My mom used to come in the house and say, who was sitting on this couch? Who, who did this? Who's that? No, we, we don't want to dime on each other. She said, fine. All y'all going to get a beating. That's how they dealt with stuff. Then It wasn't me. It was him. You know, we started, you know, God said, I'm going to deal with all of you. To the woman, childbirth's going to hurt. Now your place is to your husband. 
he's going to rule. To the man, you're going to work till sweat fall off your brow. No more mist in the garden to water everything. You're going to work. And then he turned around and looked at Satan and said, and to you, her seed is going to crush your seed. It was a pro-evangelical statement. It was the gospel back in Genesis. Her seed, who is Jesus, going to crush the head of your seed, who is Satan. Do I have a witness? You will bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. Do I have a witness? And child of God, when we look at this thing of, amen, uh, venom cannot stop our victory. Satan might work it in, but God will work it out. Satan might deceive, but God will deliver. Satan makes us and uses our weakness, but God will bring grace. Satan bruises. God blesses. Satan gives gifts to bring grief. God gives grace to bring glory. Thank you, Jesus. God promotes. God, amen, motivates us to praise his name. He brought me out from a mighty long way. That is, in spite of all the venom, I got the victory. And next week, temptation part two, we're going to see the victory from the perspective of the venom. Because Jesus had to be tempted by the same devil. Well, why did Jesus have to be tempted? Because he's the last Adam. The first Adam failed. Chuck Swindell, years ago, preached a sermon. He said he was home watching his grandchildren play on the floor, and his sermon was Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and all of the king's horses and all of the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Ever since man failed, ever since man fell, man's been trying to fix the fractures. But only Jesus can fix the fractures. Only Jesus can make an alcoholic break his bottle. Only Jesus can make a dobatic get rid of his needle. Only Jesus can, can, can make a, 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 man, a married couple who's on the rocks come back together again. Only Jesus can bring a wayward child home. Only Jesus can heal a sick body. Only Jesus can clothe me in my right mind. That's why we praise him. Because he's worthy. Any worthy saints, he's worthy to be praised, and I got the victory in spite of the venom. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, never seen a seed begging bread. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. Can I get a witness? You know he's on time. You know he's got all power. You know he brings peace. You know he preempts sin. You know he can change your walk. Can he change your talk? In he, in he able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think? In the Lord able? That's why we praise him. I've had a lot of venom in my life. But God gives me the victory in spite of my venom in spite of the poison he sends the power can I get a witness and Job said and when I come forth 
be like pure gold. Can I get a witness? You ought to praise him for what he's already done. Praise him for what he's doing right now. But my greatest praise is what he's going to do. The Lord is good. Say yeah. Say yeah. 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 Let's stay on our feet. Father, we thank you for your word. If there's anybody here today that needs to be saved, bus ministry, you need to give your life to Jesus. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's son of God and God the son. He's got all power in his hand. When you die, he's going to open up the book. And in the book, it will say either you were saved or you were not saved. If you're not saved, you're going to hell. If you're saved, you're going to glory. Can I get a witness? If you want to be saved right now, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Come on, brother. Come on, come on. Step on out. Thank you, man. Praise God. Is there another? Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Jesus. Or you want to join a church or a Christian experience. If you're here and you want to join St. Matthew's, raise your hand and come on up here. Come on now. Come on, bus ministry. Come on. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on. If you want to give life, give your life to Jesus Christ, just step out. Step out. The Lord knows who you are. Just step out. Say, I want to give my life to Christ. Can I get a witness? And I guarantee you, he will take care of you. Is there one? Is there one? Is there somebody here that wants to be saved? Somebody here that wants to join the church of the Christian experience? Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on out. Bless the Lord. Come on, come on. Come on. And the day that you hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Come on, brother. Praise Jesus, man. Thank you. I already said I'm going to be firm. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Come on. We're going to take our time. Come on, darling. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Come on, come on. Hey, stand right here. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Satan is a liar. Satan is a liar. Satan is a liar. Satan's telling you don't get up. You better get up. God is calling you. Come on, my brother. Thank you, man. Praise Jesus. Come on. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Is there another? Is there another? Praise Jesus. Is there another balcony downstairs? Is there another? Come on. You need to, listen, you need to belong to a local church that's teaching the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. You need good doctrine to grow. Is there another? Is there another? Bless the Lord. Is there another? Listen to me. Right now, as I speak, you're hearing a voice. Make sure that voice is God. If you hear God saying, go, you need to go. You're not promised tomorrow. Is there another? Is there another? When I stand front and center in front of Jesus to give an account for St. Matthews, I want him to say, you gave them my word. That's what I want to hear. Is there another? Is there another? Praise God. Ministers, can you follow the ministers, please? God bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you.
Come on, come on. Praise Jesus. Come on, come on. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Dan. All right. Praise Jesus. Now, the people that are going into discipleship for the meal and to the classes to eat, you'll follow, you'll come down front. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless the food that has been prepared for nourishment of minds and bodies. Bless our church. Bless our initiative on the 23rd as we mentor to multiple communities. Bless every family in the sound of my voice. But God, give us clarity on temptations. Satan is offering a fulfillment, a fantasy, and a fixture to our fractures when it's you that wants to make us whole. So we say yes to your will, yes to your word, and yes to your way. Change us through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you need, you need victory over your 